Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a special bonus episode of the Esports Moment off the back of the Fortnite at the Australian Open event. Uh, I got to have a really good chat with Ben, Dr. Lupo Lupo. Uh, really great streamer, one of the big Fortnite streamers in the world uh, and a really fascinating and interesting guy. And the conversation that we had was uh, longer than could fit into the main episode. So I thought here... Keep it simple. Here's the whole conversation that I had with him. I'm sure people will find it really quite interesting. So let's just get to it. Look, I think a big thing I'm talking to people about is that it is 12 months really since this game blew up, you know, and and how as someone who's, you know, in that kind of pro streaming scene, how, you know, I guess, did what did you see 12 months ago versus, you know, how this kind of community and the culture around this game has has kind of changed what you do for a living? I, okay, let's, let's start all the way from the top. First off, I consider myself one of the luckiest human beings on the planet. Um, the game, the game did some things in, in ways that very few other games I've seen ever, ever, that they've, they've never done it that way. And that Epic took a game with a, a lot of heart, made a battle royale mode kind of as like a, oh, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and try and do this, and people glued to it like you would not believe. Uh, the fact that it's free is insanity, and I think that that even more so puts it in more people's hands than any other game because it is it was both the genre type and the cost that spoke to everybody specifically to a younger audience that is looking for a fast-paced game that has multiple facets of skill to it that you can you can you have an identity in it you have all these emotes and all these skins and all this crazy stuff that's come out of out of the very creative minds of epic games don't get me wrong um but it's it really has taken on life a life of its own. Before this, I actually was pretty resistant at first to playing Fortnite, the Battle Royale, because the game initially was less skill oriented for uh, on the shooting side than like I was playing PUBG and stuff at the time, right? Yeah. And everybody was playing PUBG at the time. And then Epic said, "You know what? We're gonna kind of we're gonna make some of these weapons more accurate. We're gonna favor." Eventually, they added in the the uh, you know first shot accuracy. Like if you ADS in long enough. It's going to go exactly where you're aiming, stuff like that. 
Um, but I think I, it took me two or three weeks to finally say, you know what, F it, I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see, we'll see how, how the game plays. And the thing that did it for me was the first time I blew somebody up with a rocket launcher in the, in the feed in the bottom left, it said, Dr. Lupo exploded. And then the person's name. I read that, and I, we, me and my buddy Tim were playing together, Darkness 49, and we couldn't help but read it in a in stupid Russian accent. We start the you explode man, and like this this character it create and we it take off. And you know, I could like it, it became a thing. Yeah. And man, the it, I, I we glued to that because viewership ate it up. They because it, it was hilarious. It was different. It was way more it felt way more fun oriented and way less of a game trying to be like every game felt like it was trying to be the next esport and yeah. Fortnite was came out and they're like you know what we don't give a crap we just want to have fun yeah they start they did the rocket ride thing and the fact that they embraced a bug uh, what was originally supposed to be a bug in uh, with the halloween rocket launcher remember that when it became uh, the pumpkin head yeah <laughs> they, the collision box grew with that and it was big enough that people could ride on it and so it accidentally got discovered yeah and when they changed it back they found that it didn't work anymore and so they made it work again when the old the old rocket skin and that speaks volumes to what epic saw in the game and what people saw from what epic was trying to do and they just said you know what instead of fixing this like i feel like a lot of companies would have said this is a bug we did we didn't intend to intend this let's go ahead and and make it work how we thought said epic's like you know what let's embrace this yeah and they they call it emerging gameplay i call it shenanigans (laughs) it's the silly crap that happens and that made it just explode yeah so like you said it's been 12 ish months i don't remember the exact date that they added the br mode um, but never in a million years would I have thought that we would I would be in in Australia for the largest of esports event for Fortnite in Australia's history, and for like, any any amount yeah, of money, any, yeah, anything, for any yeah. game, <laughs> it, it's it's incredible the scale that that this game has has achieved. You know the the rate at which it's grown and is still growing. It is interesting to me that you see viewership for YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that kind of uh, in an ebb and flow because there's other stuff like Sea of Thieves just recently started because Summit started doing. You know, Jared got hella creative with that game and started doing some really silly stuff, but it's still like it's still trying to compete with Fortnite. It just it, it there's a certain flavor that the game has that no one's been able to mimic copy you know yeah. re- re- reproduce and i don't know if there will be because like i said the reach is so is so global in both like where you live who you are and and the age range yeah You'd, man i can't tell you the number of times i've seen kids that are like eight nine ten doing fortnite dances yeah are you kidding me it's yeah. like it's it's mind-blowing yeah. the number of of videos and silly stuff you've got you've got like professional soccer players they're after they score a goal their their dances are like fortnite dances yeah. you've got you know juju smith schuster is like a huge fortnite proponent he plays for the steelers you know it's it is insane yeah. how many people know about fortnite actually it, i was interviewing a bunch of teachers uh recently uh to try to write a story about the dancing thing discovered a couple of footloose situations where uh dancing you know dances were banned because yeah. they just wanted nothing to do with fortnite happening inside the school yeah yeah <laughs> it, it doesn't surprise me because it is so encompassing of some of these some people's lives and and I mean, yeah, you have you have outliers with as far as like if it's you know bad or good or whatever, but it 
in the law, in the grand scheme of things, it's incredible to see how many people have have enjoyed the game yeah. and how how big it is globally at this point. It's a great point on that whole esport. Everyone's chasing esports. And these guys have chased watchability. You know, yeah. I love when everyone was like, we need vehicles, we need vehicles, we need vehicles. And they went, here, have a shopping trolley. You know, like yeah. it was that, you know, let's take the piss, you know, and have <laughs> yeah. some fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember the day that they added the uh, the shopping cart to the game and we built like, you know, the X Games. It's like the, this, this, you know, the skating Olympics, They're like, you know, skateboarding and all this stuff. When they added that, we built this giant sky ramp and shot down on it and we were dying laughing just going as fast as we could plummeting into like a river the like the river in the middle of the map and then trying to build a ramp and shoot up on the other side at the same time and just like cracking up because it was it's silly stuff like that 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 other games don't embrace in the same way that Fortnite does yeah i think that caught on and and you never know what they're going to do next obviously right now like you said vehicles vehicles were one of the first kind of things that I think started to change the pace of the game. The game sped up a lot in terms of gameplay when they started adding vehicles because you could go way faster across the map. But then now you have like planes and there are quite a few uh, uh, opposers of objectors to planes in the game and I, in my opinion I don't necessarily blame them. Uh, I've, I've experienced my fair share of not so fun engagements with them but they're, ev- everything is still up for balancing and addition removal they put a sword in the game yeah. and enough people screamed understandably so don't get me wrong like believe me i i, I got it I, I tried to play devil's advocate with the, the sword and uh, on social media and that kind of bit back uh believe me fortnite <laughs> community i've learned my lesson i promise um but it was but it, enough people are like nah you got to remove this. They eventually said, "You know what? You're right. We'll, we'll if we're going to bring, bring it back, we'll take a look at it. We'll tune it better. We apologize." And they took it out. So it's they're in touch with what's happening. They read everything. They see all of the the comments on Twitter and Reddit and all over the place. Man, the internet is is a never ending source of of both positive and negative criticism. Yeah. And they see that, and it's good to see that they're listening to it. But yeah, the game is the game's always growing and changing. They're always trying to re kind of reinvent it yeah and i think that's good because it, i would i would be I mean, f- we're being dive bombed right now by uh like clearly said, by uh, some uh, fortnite airplanes or something <laughs> i i actually what are they just i think because it's australia day so there's a lot of kind of fancy activities gotcha. happening around town as well that makes sense that's actually really cool um <laughs> I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah, well, look, I'll, I'll jump on another thing about just the the event style of things because you, you know you were sort of about how well I guess that they keep evolving the game. Yep. So you know between the events and just the, those constant tweaks and iterations, it kind of definitely feels like instead of reinventing the game, they just keep they keep it fresh without confusing people along the way either. Right. Uh, the other game that comes to mind as far as, far as that, uh, like that style of development goes is World of Warcraft. Blizzard has always yeah. been very good about keeping. It always feels like wow. But it's a different kind of wow every expansion. Yeah. And so with Fortnite, it always feels like Fortnite, but with every season, it's a different style of Fortnite. And they're trying new things, and and they're not going to hit every single one on the head. It can't be perfect every time because you have such a large player base, literally millions of people, that someone is going to have a negative opinion. And eventually it's going to be a big enough, well, you know, a loud enough crowd on the the, we don't really like this side that changes will need to be made. But they're always trying to do something with it because a game that stays stagnant. Uh, uh, I love I love Halo, but I'm going to use Halo as an example. That is one of the kinds of games that that ha- arena shooters are arena shooters 
through and through. They're yeah. always going to be arena shooters. There's always going to be the same core gameplay. There's always going to be the same style. Yeah, they add in movement mechanics. I mean, Halo Five made some changes to things, and and that it was good. But I mean, you can look at viewership on Twitch and how clearly that is not like the it's not the the go to anymore. It's not it's it, it's not an outlier like Fortnite because it kind of it kind of found this same stagnancy potentially. Fortnite is. Is trying their damnedest to stay away from that, and that shows. Yeah. Um, oh, it was, oh, yeah. So the wow thing is a really interesting point. Um, I've recently been working on a story that isn't out yet, but it it's touches on this idea that years ago I interviewed um, Jeff Kaplan when he was still on WoW, and we were talking about those events and the idea. Remember, there was like the old kind of blood plague thing that happened. Oh, and, yeah. You know, the, all these kinds of moments in time that people really always look back on fondly. Gates of Encourage, dude. I will uh, always remember AQ and gathering all the yeah. all the stuff on your entire server, like having thousands of people come together to try and do the same thing. Yeah. And- but he made an interesting point that they, were, they kind of stopped doing those moments in time as much because he said people love it unless they weren't there on the day and then they kind of hate that they missed out on something but i kind of feel like fortnite's showing us that actually those can be incredibly powerful because they make you want to be there i think that yeah events of that scale like you said i mean the gates for aq and and all the different things that wow did on a a server-wide basis we everybody that plays fortnite will always now reminisce about the rocket launch event. Yeah. Everybody's always like, dude, do you remember? Were you there for that? It was wild. And you'll have people that are like, no, nah, I missed it. But those, the, the volume of those kind of like dissenting opinions is never as loud as the people that's, that will always say, dude, I remember this is what happened, and I was here, and here's who was in the group. I remember this. There was like, I think at the time somebody set a solo kill record in there because <laughs> because everybody built up on this giant ramp, and they were all sitting at the top, and one one dude who nobody knows decided to knock the ramp down. Everybody <laughs> fell and died, and he got like 40 kills in one second. We're all like, wait, what happened? And it counts because it was in a normal game. It just yeah. happened to happen during the event. Those kind of things... We'll never forget. I'll never forget that. So I appreciate Epic trying to do the grand scale events because they are memories. There'll yeah. always be memories, even whether I was a, whether I'm a content creator or just a player. That those kind of things will always be. There'll be events where we go, dude. Do you remember when X Y Z? Because I remember, and it was crazy. Yeah, that kind of thing. I, I'll always appreciate that. And it kind of makes me feel like you know I'll feel a little bit sad I wasn't there, but I love I want to hear those stories from yeah. other people. Yeah, you know? exactly. It, it's a good way to, like you said, for maybe you didn't see it firsthand, but do you remember watching X Y Z streamer and how their chat lost their mind and then this yeah. happened on the channel? Like you have all these different ways for people to connect over one grand scale event i think that shows how important they can be you don't want to overdo it you can't do a thing like every week because it loses it loses its shine but one per season one every other season for Fortnite, or or like in wow's case maybe you do one every expansion or one every other expansion so that you have those kind of like almost almost pins in the timeline of the game where everyone says, yeah, there's this and this and this, and then everybody remembers this thing, and then it all kind of like it like you know branches out again, but everybody comes back together for one big event again, and then spreads back out. I think that's a good way to punctuate a game in its evolution. Without oh, you just can't overdo it. You can't do too many of those because they lose their they lose their pizzazz. Yeah. So to wrap up, what do you feel like is you know 
I guess, emotionally, culturally, what's kind of been the real standout factor of of Fortnite's influence on you know, your career over the last 12 months? Um, it became a game that I was able to, man, I was able to do some some pretty incredible things thus far. I mean, the number of charity events that I've, I did in, in 2018 for St. Jude and and the number of people I've been able to help come together to become part of a community that's you know, it's something bigger than themselves. That that for me is the the will always be the biggest memory uh, of Fortnite. It doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful my channel is, and it, it doesn't matter because I'll always have that that thing to go back to, and that's people being part of a family. I, I Fortnite. I've had this feeling in other games too. Destiny was a big one for me, um, and I'll always have my Destiny family, the people that uh, you know my channel grew with, and people I connected with, and I'll they'll, you know I always have all those buds, you know, because they're, they're good people. But there's you know Fortnite is another one of those those games that has created a feeling of togetherness that I it's tough to replicate, you know. <laughs> The Esports Moment is produced by me, Seamus Byrne. You can subscribe to the show through all your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify. And please leave nice reviews on the apps and the podcast stores and all those sorts of places so that others can learn that we are here. You can find me on Twitter via at Seamus, and you can find more shows from me at biteside.com. Thanks again to Dr. Dr. Lupo for giving us his time. It was a really lovely chat. And I'll be back with another esports moment soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.